Welcome to episode 52 and the beginning of a whole series of podcasts all about Italy. For our first episode, we are in the magical city of Venice. This is my first trip to Venice and I was so excited to visit. We begin with our water taxi ride across the lagoon from the airport into the Grand Canal and to our accommodation at the Foscari Palace. Then we stroll through the cobblestone streets, crossing over the little bridges with canals full of gondolas into St. Mark's Square. Next, we take you on a gondola ride. We actually hop in the gondolas ourselves through and we go through the canals, under the bridges and past many stunning ancient buildings. It was just as incredible as I thought it would be and was one of those pinch me moments that will stay in my memory forever. Lastly, we share a food and wine tour that we did visiting four very unique wine and cicchetti bars that only the locals know about. And stay listening to the end to hear how much it actually costs to buy a gondola if you're interested and our favourite places to enjoy a glass of vino in the beautiful city of Venice. Cheers! And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Leanne. And I'm Lyle, and this is the travel podcast for beach-loving, wine-drinking couples over 50. So if that sounds like you, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax and listen as we go travelling the world one wine at a time. Cheers! Ciao, ciao, ciao. Buongiorno, Leonetta. You can't call me that. Uh, Leonetta, Leonetta. As you can tell, we're uh, somewhere different. We are in Venezia, Venice in Italy. We are. And we're, as we're recording this podcast, um, we're sitting in our beautiful hotel room, which we're going to tell you more about. But today's podcast is all about the city that just about everyone in the world's heard of called Venice. Sure. Uh, now, we arrived uh, Tuesday. doesn't matter what date. <laughs> we're here after a long flight. Uh, we flew with Emirates, which were brilliant. And um, we've been rehearsing this already. We arrived at Marco. Paolo. Marco Paolo Airport. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I know. Yeah. It's so good, wasn't it? Anyway, we arrived at Marco Polo Airport. And how easy is it getting through European airports? Yeah, look, it was excellent. Um, I just couldn't believe it. It's so easy to get through the security. They You don't, you don't have to take laptops out of your backpacks. You, and they were, and the people were really pleasant, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, you just know? put your passport down. You don't, yeah, it, was, it was, you know, on a scanner thing. And, yeah, it was really, really easy. And from, um, you ready, Marco? Paolo. <laughs> that's yeah, the last time that's I promise. A lot, I was going to say promise. that's the last time I'm going to do it. All right. Um, from Marco Polo Airport, we had a pre-booked uh, water taxi, although you wouldn't have to pre-book because they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but we did do that. And how easy was that? You just walk out the sign that says water taxis and there's probably, what, four or five, like, moving walkways that you can... Um... Yeah. Yeah, but you've got to, like, when we came out, we got the bags and then you have to go to... I think it was uh, Counter 71. That's because of where I booked my tickets with. There's a different companies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the one I'd booked online. Yeah, we probably had a maybe a 10-minute walk yeah. to the uh, to where the water taxi Pier, was. Pier 9. Yeah, Pier 9. Mm. Uh, and it was, uh, I think it was number 96 boat. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure why they, they have all that. And so it was like a little uh, wooden... Boat, speedboat, yeah, boat, and uh, there was a group of four other people with us, and two other Aussie girls. That yeah, were, that's yeah. right. And we were we were going to be um, la first off, so we were last on with all our suitcases. And I was really excited about coming in across the lagoon there um, into the the Grand Canal. So I asked, could I, you know, you were under the shelter. I looked, <laughs> I looked in, and Lyle's um, pretending he's swimming. I don't know. <laughs> he's, and I think one of the ladies on the in the boat I was worried because she couldn't um uh swim and Lyle was showing her that he was a really good swimmer <laughs> no you can't excuse that it was it was hilarious to see anyway we can i stop yeah. what sort of land saying is partially correct there was a, a group of uh, four german people and it was two daughters and their parents and their parents were probably my age and it was quite rough going over the wakes of the different boats. And the, the, the older lady, she was quite concerned with how rough it was. And um, 
I and as it turned out, she couldn't swim, and I was trying to. I was. I think it was basically. I was so excited to be in Venice, and I was sort of having a joke with her, and that's why I was moving my arms as a swimming motion, mm-hmm. along the lines of sort of trying to pacify her that I would look after her if the boat flipped. Well, I think. I think my version of it was much better. Anyway, let's move on. We were up the front of the boat. I was taking photos little videos and it wasn't long maybe you reckon about 30 minute yeah Yeah, maybe maybe not quite we arrived at uh our hotel which is on the grand canal uh and it's called the foscari palace and you know they just you know basically bring the boat up tight to a pole and there's like a wooden platform that you hop out and there's the entrance to your hotel. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I, I don't think they're, they're not a big believer in workplace health and safety <laughs> no. there. It's, uh, it can be a bit tricky. Yeah. But and, it was all very pleasant. It was. And so the hotel's really nice. Um, and probably tell you a bit more about um, the, the palaces and things. But before we sort of keep going on, it's been lovely chatting. How about we um, give everybody uh, a little bit of sort of knowledge on venice yeah well i thought we might just go along and just tell them what the rooms were like and that sort of stuff did you yeah oh when when did you become the producer (laughs) well i just thought i've got that page open radio okay yeah look look it's a beautiful hotel um it was it was a palace by yeah yeah it was uh a established in 1848 mm-hmm. and it was built for um, the Francesco uh, Foscari Foscari and he was a, a, a doge okay. in, in in Venice and we'll uh, tell you what we're going to talk about doges but they were like government leaders yeah um, so we'll talk about those not now can we no. follow my plan now no yeah. so then so we came up to the room the yeah. room's beautiful yeah. um, we've got a balcony that over that opens up and looks out over the Grand Canal. And actually, the con, con, uh, gondola um, station, I would call One it, of them, yeah. Yeah, is directly underneath our balcony. Yeah. Um, the, the day we arrived, it was in beautiful sunshine. Sure. Um, there's a king bed. Or the bathroom's fantastic. Yeah. Like, it, I, I, from the only, what... The only thing about the bathroom I don't like, it's, it's got a mirror in the shower, which is just weird. And then it's got these squirty bits that, you know, it's like you're standing in a... I don't know, like it sprays water from all angles, doesn't it? It does. It is nice. But it's a very a huge room, beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's only one negative and there's a damn mosquito in the room and I keep hearing it about 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, well, you said the first night about the mosquito, mosquito and I thought uh, yeah. I didn't hear it so it doesn't worry me, but yeah. then... Last night, yeah, mm-hmm. it uh, annoyed the shit out of me. But anyway. So the view from our room, which um, I've got some photos, obviously, on our website at beachtravelwine.com um, and with this episode, Venice. And straight across the canal from us is the Rialto markets and the fish market. And then to to the left, um, you can actually see the, the bell tower for in St Mark's Square. Um, and then the other way, there's just lots of beautiful other palaces and things, and there's some beautiful photos that I that I've taken in the day, but also at night, which are which are really beautiful. And yeah, so we're very happy with with uh, this this um, place. I'll put a link to the the accommodation in, in the show notes as well. Yeah. So you're happy now about the the room? You've told everybody where you're staying. Yeah, I just think it's probably one of the nicest hotels we've stayed in. Sure, it's really really beautiful, and yeah, we. Oh, at what we we missed something about the, the hotel. buffet breakfast. Yeah, the breakfast. Yeah. How good's that? Like very uh, posh. You feel, you know, like it's just got all the fresh fruit, the salads. There's waffles. There's pancakes. There's croissants. There's muffins. There's all sorts of cakes and torts. I don't even know what they are. There's the beautiful fluffy eggs and bacon, and there's boiled eggs, cheese, ham, fresh like big bits of like. Full bits of fruit as well. Yeah, the fruit salad was amazing. And and they just keep bringing you cappuccino after cappuccino. In fact, we actually walked out of the breakfast uh, area and yeah. were sitting down doing some work actually for the podcast yeah. this morning. And um, we're just sitting there writing notes and that sort of thing. And the gentleman came out and said, "Would you like another cafe?" And uh, which was yeah, really nice. Right. And so we did. Yeah, and we, and the room we're sitting in downstairs 
having that coffee, he's got a big grand piano and, and flash furnishings, a reception area. It's um, They've got a bar, which wasn't hasn't been open yet, but we, they still get you can buy drinks there. And we sit out in the little front balcony and had a glass of wine and met some other another Aussie couple, which was really nice. Hey. Yes. Lyle, would you please uh, tell us a little bit about um, Venice's, you know, uh, history and information about the lagoon and all that sort of stuff? Por favor. Sure, Leonita. Uh, Generally, the the municipality's uh, population is about uh, just under 259,000. The actual city, the old city, has a population of about 55,000. It is the capital of northern Italy's Veneto region, is built on more than 100 small islands in a lagoon in the Adriatic Sea. Mm. It has no roads, just canals, including the Grand Canal, linked with Renaissance, oh, sorry, lined with Renaissance and Gothic palaces. And that's what we're saying, on the Grand Canal in yeah. a palace. Yeah, yes. the, the islands are linked by over 400 bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, and we walked over. Oh yeah, we, haven't we? <laughs> so many of those. Yeah. In fact, yesterday we did like uh, nearly twenty thousand steps, so it's pretty lots of walking. Sorry, sure. Yeah. Now the history. Yes. I'm going to read this. The city was historically the capital of the Republic of Venice from 697 to 1797. So 1100 years, mm. it was basically its own country. Uh, It was a major finance and maritime power during the Middle Ages and Renaissance, as well as an important central centre for commerce, especially silk, grain and spices and of art from the 13th to the end of the 17th century. The sovereignty of Venice came to an end in 1797 at the hands of that little Frenchman, Napoleon. Mm. Subsequently, in 1866, the city became part of the Kingdom of Italy. Right. Okay, so... So it was own country for quite a while, and then in 18-something, it became it's became part of Italy. Right. Yeah, yeah, and basically it became a UNESCO uh, site in 1987. Great. All right. So as Lyle said, it's, uh, you know, lots of islands um but some of the uh documentaries we've seen you know they they talk about being built on millions and millions of of piers don't they and Mm. uh it's it is exactly as you have seen it in in movies or in pictures you know like the water goes right up to the edge of the buildings and you step from the water onto the front steps of your your accommodation or the shops or you know um it's 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 incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Look, at, Venice was a real power back mm. in the Middle Ages, and it's uh, you know it's basically situated in the Adriatic Sea. Yeah, yeah. Venice had always traded with the Byzantine empires and the Middle East. By the late 13th century, Venice was the most prosperous city in all of Europe. As it at its, at its peak, it had 36,000 sailors operating 3,300 ships dominating the Mediterranean commerce. When Venice participated in the sack of uh, Constantinople during the Fourth Crusade, they brought back the bronze horses to Venice where they stood looking over the uh, parts, uh, the Piazza di Marco. So St. Mark's Square. Yeah. Now, we, you probably brought up the horses a bit earlier than what I was you know, hoping to, but, you know, that's okay. We'll come back to those bronze horses because they're quite important, you know, um, yeah, some people probably haven't heard of those, but there's a really interesting story behind those. But they did steal them from Turkey, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, they were, they were they, I suppose, really the point I'm trying to make there is the Venetians were very, very aggressive. Yes, well, when, they, their, when their turn came, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, that, that's for sure. All right, so we're in Venice from this beautiful hotel. Um, you know where it is, a bit of its history. The first thing you do, I think, when you get to Venice, when it's a nice sunny day, is you head out for a walk, which is uh, what we did. So, yes? Yeah, we did. So we are staying, um, in, as I said, in this hotel, and, and it's like, uh, are, the, are they zones? Not suburbs. Anyway, where, where we're staying... Well, you'd call them suburbs, I suppose. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So the, the one we're in is Canareggio, okay? And we decided we'd walk to... As a St Mark's Square, I don't know why we just thought we'd head off that way, and 
you try and use Google Maps, but you sort of basically get caught up in the crowd and just keep moving with them and you just assume they're taking you somewhere. <laughs> um, so we, we follow along uh, with them and there's a, a bridge that you walk over and you cross from where we are in basically into the suburb of San Marco. Yep. And um, initially the crowd that we were following actually was heading to the Rialto Bridge. Yes. Um, and we're going to tell you a bit about that in, in, a, in a little while as well. But, you know, we went over the, up the Rialto Bridge and that's the only pedestrian bridge in uh, Venice that gets you from one side of the canal to the other. Otherwise, you have to take a, a boat, yeah? yeah. Um, and in the middle of that's all the shops. There's jewellery shops and that sort of stuff. And so we had a little look there, but we were had our sights set on St Mark's Square, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean that's the, that's the mo most famous area, and so and that's also where the jo Doge Palace is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as soon as we got here, with that, that's where we headed. But I was, I was, you know, like as most people are, uh, you walking around the streets of Venice, uh, you cross over a bridge, all all these bridges, and as you go over each bridge, there's a one or two, three, four, five gondolas, you know, either crossing one way and you know or coming the other way so and it's it's just like a fairy tale every bridge you go across you know because the buildings some of them are quite colorful and they've got their little balconies and flowers hanging out and there's some restaurants on the edge of some of the canals with the beautiful flowers and oh, so many pictures and once again you check them out on on our website but we just wandered, didn't we it was yeah just, and i remember it was one... my first time in venice so i was just like gobsmacked and just yeah, um, just blown away by just how how beautiful it was, and and we were lucky enough to see one of the gondolas had a obviously he he was an extra, but uh, he was a uh, singing yeah. and uh, you know in between the buildings oh, the, the acoustics yeah. were fabulous and he could really really sing yeah so yeah, actually, yeah. He, I've got a I've got that on our Instagram on our story oh you got a yeah on the video. story highlights go and have a look at that Venice it's um yeah he's he's got his um a piano accordion players on the boat as well. I have to say, though, I think we were more impressed than the people on the gondola. They didn't look to be enjoying it at all. Yeah, well, just... we, we certainly thought it was fabulous. Yeah. And then we walked into St Mark's Square mm. and it's full of people. It was sunshine and, you know, cafes, tables and chairs basically most of the way around. And we found out there's a cafe there which is the oldest in um, Venice but also the oldest in Italy. Uh, we were told that the price of a, a coffee was about 18 euro. Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, but talking of um, the cost of things, so we decided, you know, we had a walk around and, you know, took a few photos of the um, the basilica and, and the the square and the with the poles of St Marco and St Theodore, which were the original gate to the, um, the city from the lagoon. And we found out during one of our tours that's also where they used to do the public executions. They did, yeah. But we... Uh, once again, took some nice photos of the big main lagoon area there, and we sat and had a drink, which was pricey. Oh yeah, yeah. they didn't miss you. I had a I, I had a, a draft beer, and it was seventeen euro. And I had the spritz because that's what everyone has in yeah, in yeah. Venice is the aperol spritz, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, that wasn't that wasn't cheap either. Yeah, and I think a, a glass of wine was about it was fifteen euro. That's what I remember. So we sort of looked at that and looked at each other and went, "Wow, well, you've One got drink, to do yeah, it. You, yeah. can, you can't help it." When in but Venice, yes. So you, you know, basically yeah. outside the the Doge Palace, you're looking at overlooking the the, the Grand, the, yeah, the 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 Grand Canal. Yep. Um, and that's the price you pay. So that that's all good. And then we wondered, once again, you know, people say you get lost in Venice, and you know, for, I don't like being lost. That's I have a bit of a thing about it, but I didn't feel uneasy at all about not knowing my way around. You know, because Lalo always says, "Oh, we just head to the water," which is a bit. <laughs> yeah, here it's a bit hard because there's water on yeah. every side. Yeah, so yeah. You, yeah. But we we did. We wandered back because we knew that the weather forecast wasn't the best for the some of our days here. So we decided we wanted to do the gondola ride, or I decided I wanted to do the gondola ride while the sun was shining and it was a nice afternoon. And luckily, um, right next to our hotel, there is a, a gondola um, station. station, yeah. Right next door to um, the Foscari Palace, as I said earlier, is a gondola station. 
And so we went down to find out the price. I mean, I had read about the the prices of them and they start from 80 euro now. We thought, and they, they asked for cash, didn't they? So, yeah. Uh, Actually, wanted, everywhere we've been, they've I asked know for cash. They have. Uh, but he said, oh, look, I'll take you now and we'll take you to an ATM and you can pay me on the way. And we're like, well, no, we're not quite ready to go yet. So we went and found um, an ATM and we took out uh, 200 euro because we thought, oh, well, that'll, that'll leave us a bit of money left over, won't it? Yeah, that's yeah. because we thought yeah, I was just that, to that it was 80 <laughs> euro ahead, but in yeah. fact it was only 80 for the two of us. Yeah, which was a nice little surprise. I mean, when you think about it, it would be quite expensive. However... When in Venice, right? You've sure. got to do the the gondola ride. So very romantic. We climbed on board, and with just the two of us, and it's like very plush little seats, like little um, little thrones, really, isn't it? And decorated on the side, they're all this beautiful jet black color, aren't they? The shiny. You reckon like a throne? I thought it was a red cushion. Okay, right. Oh, don't let the truth get in the way of good story, law. Thanks for that. <laughs> Red cushion with gold stripes. If that's not thrown material. Well, yeah, they did have some gold frilly stuff around the edges right. of it. Yeah. yeah, okay. So we pull out of the gondola station and we're right in the Grand Canal. Yeah. And it gets busy in the Grand Canal. There's water taxis. I mean, everything's delivered by boat. Everything's taken away by boat. Everyone goes on a boat. So, you know, it's often quite a bit of wake. But we did a quick left turn and... Immediately, we were in the um, tranquil waters of uh, Quiet Canal, and that's one of the things I loved about it. It was it was just so peaceful because obviously there's no noise from a motor or anything, and the canals are quite narrow and the walls are quite high. And there's um, one of the stories on on Instagram I put on was we're cruising along and the, there's just a church bell ringing in the background, wasn't there? Mm. And and he was telling us there's 75 churches or something, you know, and um, most of them are ringing bells sometime in the day. Um, and I've got a couple of beautiful pictures because it just, you know, I look up one and there's like this beautiful lemon-coloured building and then a blue one and then a sort of apricot one. It was all with the peak of the boat. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty beautiful, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it is. It's magnificent. And as you're passing under the – and you go all under the bridges, that you say 400 bridges or something that, that in – pedestrian bridges correct and i don't know how many you go under and they say they take the same route but you know you they obviously know where they're going but you you go one way and then you turn around you go you know under another bridge and you he was sort of pointing out different the op there was a theater we went past and some of the places i recognized from our walk yeah um but it was the quickest half hour i'd ever been on yeah but i think they would do the same they'd have to do the same uh tour because you know, with that many gondolas, I think there's mm. 400 gondolas mm. um, that are licensed. They can't just go anywhere because mm. they'd have to have a different, a, a sure. certain route. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be just totally confused. Okay, well, they all know what they're doing, and of course, they've all got the striped shirts on, and some of them have got the hat, and some are singing, and some are whistling, and you pass by, and they go, you know, like I could touch the building every, like right next to me. And, yeah. you know, you think it's going to, you know, just scrape. And no, he just puts his foot out and pushes off a little bit and you just, it's like you're gliding through the water, yeah. aren't you, you know, really? Um, hmm. It's not it's not stable, but it's not unstable, if that makes sense. You know, like it's, because it, it's sort of round bottom, you you know, you, you move a little bit, but it's don't feel unsafe. It just feels really beautiful. And it's um certainly something that if you get to Venice, you need to do a, a gondola tour, you'd say. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I just, I, I really loved it. Is there anything else? Oh, the gondolas, um, we did find out too, a, a, the boat itself, you, you can buy one if you want and it costs just 65,000 euro. Yeah. It's, they're built by, they're hand-built and there's four different types of timber in them. Yeah. And they're built, there's only four people in Venice now that can make them and then they have the, the decorations on them as well, so they've got to be to that standard. So um, yeah. they're, they're and, huge. Like they're, what, 10 metres long? Yeah, At least. Prob- yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But, yeah, look, and the, the craftsmanship is absolutely amazing and a lot of them have also got sculptures on them. And sure. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's pretty impressive. But even, I mean, the, and they, the gondolas share. The gondoliers. The, 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 well, the gondolas share. Yeah. The, the Grand Canal with the water taxis, sure. which are basically 
beautiful, beautiful wooden speedboats. Yeah. And uh, and then and and then they then they also share with the big what you call basically a big uh, bus, bus water bus on uh, on, on, on the water. Yeah. So now, the Grand Canal is very very busy. It is busy now. Where we are, as we said, um, there's like a gondola station where there'd probably be 30 of these gondolas tied up. Yeah. And uh, at night uh, we were sitting out the front having a drink, watching them, and they were all tying up their boats and covering them over for the night. And they basically get from one side to the other, to the, you know, where they get off, by sort of stepping across one boat to one boat to the next one, don't they? You know, yeah, side um, by side. Yeah, side by side. And, and then... Just today, because it is absolutely pouring down rain, um, uh, the outside bucketing water out of yeah, the bottom yeah, of yeah, them, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. poor poor buggers. I don't I don't think there'd be many days they don't take the gondolas out, but um, yeah, it's quite a, a sight to see them all there with their blue tarps on, trying to stay out of the the rain. So yeah, so and- it's definitely an experience that I'll I'll never forget, and I certainly recommend doing the um the gondola ride yeah and and then when we got back uh we made some new friends we did make some new friends new friends lol yeah so new friends that was perry and tracy and they're from the gold coast which is uh a, you know probably a couple of hours from where we live nice part of the world mm. and yeah we we uh decided we're going to have a, a nice uh glass of wine um it's sitting on the what would you call it? almost like a little pier? Yeah, and uh, yeah, just looking and people watching, well, probably gondola watching, gondola watching. Um, yes. uh, as the afternoon, it just it was really actually really nice. Beautiful. So yeah, so we really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I did. You know, I know I keep saying, but honestly, go and look at the photos because I got some beautiful photos of sitting just you know you can see right from our balcony or the the balcony whatever it's called that you know out the front you know it was just the gondolas and where we were having a glass of wine was nice and then uh, and across directly across the road from uh, the road on the road yeah yeah (laughs) the canal uh from our hotel are the Rialto markets yeah I said Uh, that earlier that's right yeah yeah. and the Rialto markets are, are basically you know fresh produce and also a fish market yes well, we're going to tell you a bit about yeah, that. Yeah, they open or they start working because we, I got up the first morning and uh, it was fairly busy yes. with workers there from about five o'clock and remembering that all the produce has to get there by boat. Yep. So in and, and all the rubbish out by boat. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that part of um, Venice across the canal, canal yep. is actually... San Polo, and that was originally where, as we said earlier, was like the trading centre. So that's like the business centre of Venice, and it was where all the banking and and you know money was all handled back in the day. That's true, yes. and in that and and there, I think it's there was a, a street that backed onto that particular um, right. area that um, was the red lighting. Right, but we're going District. to right. You're jumping ahead today, aren't sure. you? Sure, <laughs> I got excited. You, you get excited all over the place. Well, it's not scripted. So. Uh, it's, not, it's not scripted. No, it's not. I do have a, a few dot points here, and that's one of them. Lyle talk about prostitutes. No, it's not. <laughs> but and the reason we're going to talk about that is because we went on a a, a food tour, and yeah. we so let's let's talk about that now. It's we went on what what was the name of it? It's like the Chiquetti and wine tour like a local. Yeah, yep. Venice like yep. a local. Yeah, and that was something I booked before we came and Lyle had sort of sourced that and really wanted to do that. So basically the premise of it is you meet at 5 o'clock and you we went, had four venues to go to mm. and at each one we're having a Chiquetti, which we were told is like a Spanish tapas. But she said that is the last and only time that we use the word tapas in uh, in Italy. And we walk from one venue to another, and we have a, a different glass of local wine as well at these at the um, venues, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, it, you know, basically, is the same as tapas in Spain. Of course, it is. Yes, yeah. and well, chiquetti means small bite, basically. So. Chiquetti is either on bread or polenta or something, and it's just whatever's on. It's just a small bite. It can be anything, she said. It can be, you know, meat, 
cheese, veggies, whatever. It can be anything. It's just a small bite, so chiquetti. And there are bars that just have, just do chiquetti and they open from 8 a.m. in the morning and most of them close by about 7 p.m. at night and the one and some of them just close about three o'clock in the afternoon and basically the it's it's like the venetian culture they go out you know they might go out and meet a friend at nine o'clock in the morning for chiquetti and there's and there's certainly nothing stopping them from having their glass of wine with something to eat it's just how they socialize and yeah it's yeah there's there's no you know, what's the word? Judgment. No <laughs> judgment at all, so the lady told us. And her name was um, Aleche or Alice, it's, it's, and pronounced Aleche. And she said that's what they do, you know, that she meets up with friends or you go out for lunch even and, and you go and you have a chiquetti. So when you go to a place for chiquetti, you're there. Sometimes it's just a stand-up. Other times it's a sit-down. But if you sit down, there's no tablecloth, there's no um, knife and fork. It's just you're there for one drink maybe two max quick in and out yeah yeah yeah. so there are some places that have chiquetti that also have you know like full meals but if you're going to have a meal you tell them you're there for a meal and they'll set the table with the table and then you can be there for as long as you like yeah exactly but they expect that if you're going to be there um you know like doing for the chiquetti yes it's you know basically they you know around 20 minutes yeah and that's about it that's about it so the so we started this tour we met not far down the road from us. We're over three bridges and turn left was my direction. So yeah. that's, that's what we did. And uh, we met up with, there was another couple from Yorkshire, mm-hmm. uh, Steve and Liz, and then a, a lovely couple of friends uh, from the States. And this was their third trip together. Their first trip was like, they, they reckon almost 40 years ago. So they had Yeah, yeah, well, they were 19 or one yeah. of them. The youngest was 19. And, yeah, and they were from one of the ladies and apologise because I can't remember their names, but... Yeah was from Kansas City and the other lady was from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So, so and they showed us photos yeah. of when their they, first holiday. They did. When they were 19 and then they 12. <laughs> and then they showed us the the next the, one. The next one which was Oh, I don't know, Tom. When the kid they had kids that were little. Anyway, yeah, yeah it was pretty interesting chatting with all these people and of course Aleche, our our tour guide. Wow, she was great, like full of information and and I'm going to put a link to that tour. In the in the show notes, uh, so you can have a have a look at that. So we started um, our our tour. As I said, we met with Alici and, and everyone else, and um, it, the the tour did change a little bit because it was quite wet, and we were supposed to you know like do a little boat ride across, but we had to walk instead. And we started at a little place called Why Not. Yes. Yeah. And for our first chiquette, and we sat there and we had a lovely little glass of vino. Uh, Bianco, Blanco, and they told us um, something about she. I can't remember the name. Uma was it? Was it was she called them? And it, it was Umbre. Was it Umbre? Umbre. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But what they were talking about was they used to walk around and find the shade. So it's the Spanish, uh, the Italian word for shade. So they could keep their wine cool. That's what it was. Um, that's what it was called. But that was a nice local wine that we had, and yes. I had a lovely. Little seafood tomatoey. Uh, we had two chiquettes there, and yeah, and we were in the back of this. This it was only a little place. A lot of them are quite small, aren't they? With the wooden beams and but the the owner of this um, chiquette place, the the Osteria, he uh, he is into photography, and he has a lot of photos of historical Venice on the walls, which was really interesting. I thought, yeah, and that was a nice little bar. We Probably go back there because it was. Just yeah, well, road. that that yeah. So just to explain, an osteria. Yes. When we looked it up, was basically wine bar. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and they had photographs of of the you know basically going back in history mm. um, of Venice and including um, the really bad flood. Yeah, in, uh, that was November two thousand and nineteen. The high water, the big water, they call it. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was our first little stop. And of course, you can't stick around for too long. But um, Alich is really friendly with all of these <laughs> locals, so they they knew we were obviously we're coming, and they had the stuff prepared for us. And you know, it was they were just really friendly and lovely. So that was nice, especially when you don't you've already paid for it. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, and then we headed over. She told us we're going to a place where um, she said you wouldn't even know this place existed. She said it's sort of down this tiny little alley. 
behind public toilet sign. Yeah. And unless you are a local, um, you you wouldn't know it was there, right? That's what she told us, yeah? Oh, and that's exactly right. Okay, so down the little alley we go, mm-hmm. behind the public toilet sign, and it, it, you turn right and you still can't see it. I couldn't even see where we were going. Anyway, the door is to the left and mm. in we go to this. It's only a little sort of hole-in-the-wall place. It had two rooms, though, like the, the main room was they, you could see the, the guys working in the kitchen and the food at the front, um, and it was called SEPA, S-E-P-A, and it's quite new, um, yeah. uh, Alici was telling us, and she said it's very, very popular with the locals. Uh, tourists would have no idea it was there. Like You would never find it. Um, I don't like in a million years and even no. if you went walk past it you wouldn't know to go in I don't think because you know it, it doesn't sort of you can't see a lot from the, the alleyway anyway but it's as I said it's popular with locals because a lot you know like a lot of people don't live in the this part of Venice but, but they, they all, work or work there and so they were you know they it immediate hit because people could just go there have their cicchetti and you know go back to work so yeah it's so speed look I thought uh, I was impressed from the minute I walked in the place. You could tell all the chefs were in like an orange uniform. Um, they looked very, very uh, serious and efficient. And the food was magnificent. And as yeah. Lan earlier said, that all these places, the, the Chietti is... Chichetti. sorry, are in on display. display. They're yeah. all on display. It's very similar yeah, it's, to Tapas. Yeah. Um, pinchos, uh, yeah, or pinchos, and uh, you can pick, and there's prices on them all. Mm. And um, but the land had the asparagus. There's a little asparagus tart, and then I had I can't remember what, what it was called, but it, they just bought it straight out of the oven, and it was vegetables in this flaky pastry, and that was my favourite food of the night. I, sure, I really enjoyed that. But the other, there's a couple of other things about this place that are that um that, quite unique. Yeah, it's quite unique, and one of them is that all of the things that you eat with and off are all um, compostable. So the Biodegradable? That's the one, same thing. They were, (laughs) (laughs) I love being corrected on live TV, thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Compostable, you put them in the bin, they compost them, same diff, right? Anyway, we'll talk about that later, shall we? So the plates were made of cork. Yes. And the knives and forks were all recycled, not recyclable, but they were also compostable, biodegradable. And you. They felt like they were plastic. Yeah, but they weren't. And so, what you did, you once you finished your food, you don't, they don't even come and clean up. They've got a big bin that you just chuck it all in at the door. And, you know, it all goes to wherever it goes on a boat to be composted somewhere. The other thing that was unique about it was the wine and most places you go to in these chiquetis places um, or osterias you buy a glass of wine but they only sell wine here by the bottle now the wine's on tap but you buy it by the bottle and you can have like a quarter of a bottle a half a bottle or a full bottle and they fill that up and they give that to you and even the glass is made out of corn that you that's can right get off. yeah yeah so you just throw that in as well. So pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That's They've sort of solved that that sort of problem that a lot of people have. And we had a, a really unusual wine called Friulano. We thought it was a one that we'd tried before, but we hadn't tried this. Yeah, I originally thought it was Which Diano. is a white. Yeah, it's yeah, a white wine. Yeah. It was very, very light but really lovely, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice drink. Yeah. Look, the whole place, that place mm. really impressed me. Mm. I'd give it a, you know. Yeah. Ten, um, you know, ten out of five. I well, thought it was that the other, good. The other thing I'll do is I'll link the places we went because I, n- I noticed they all have websites. So Sepa, um, so people can go and have a have a look at that because yeah, that was and there's a picture of my um my asparagus. I just love asparagus, um, flan. <laughs> and then we had to cross the next place we went to. We had to cross the Rialto Bridge, so we went from San Marco into San Polo. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Um, Alici showed us some other uh, chiquetti places that she would recommend we go to, but they was they all closed quite early. Yeah, about two o'clock. Yeah, but there was yeah. So she she told us about those, but we went to a place and we stood out the front first, and she wanted to give us a bit of a uh, a heads up on this uh, little place, which was called um, 
Osteria Antico Dolo. See. Did I say that okay? Yeah, perfect. Thank you. And what did she want to tell us about, Lol? She wanted to t- tell us about uh, the courtesans. Yes. So um, in this area of San Polo, yeah. was um, renowned back in the day, as you mentioned, gave away earlier in the story. Sorry. Gave away the ending. Uh, Lo Siento. Just call me boss. Lo Siento. Yeah. Lo Siento. <laughs> Um, that this was like the red light area and yeah. they frequented these places. And so uh, there were apparently, I didn't see them actually, but she said there were pictures on the wall. So if you're easily offended, don't look. But uh, it was a, as you walked in, there's basically just this one sort of walkway and on the side of that tables and you, you, you basically, it's like a, <laughs> the on the aeroplane, you almost had to turn sideways to get down there. Yeah, it was tiny. Yeah. And we were, we were down in the back corner. And we sat down there, and this is a family-owned um, Austria, run by you know husband and wife and child, you know next um, children, yeah, yeah, adult children. And we there, which was delicious. We had a red wine, didn't we? we? Did. Yeah, yep. like a nice little glass of red, and uh, I think we had another two chiquitas there. Like we were, we were getting a bit of bit spoiled. I think we got a um, some extra extra food and we like once again they had lots of memorabilia on the wall and except we didn't see those photos they must have been down where all those young boys moved or those young guys were sitting down at the yeah but that's not, yeah but they had a photo of the original um owner oh yeah the, the grandfather handsome um, young man wasn't he yeah good looking dude Very suit leaning back so yeah look at when it was oh i thought it had a lot a lot of character oh yeah a lot of atmosphere and so keep going because that, well, that's what you do in a chiquetta bar crawl, if that's what you want to call it. And we uh, That's exactly what I'd call it. <laughs> and so then we headed to our last little place and this place is new or quite modern, wasn't it? It was There was no um, memorabilia around this place and it was right opposite the Rialto fish markets, um, which you could sort of, you know, smell it in the air. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah. yeah. And this one was called... Um, we nice instead of Venice with a V, it was spelt with W, w yeah. yeah. And it's uh, what they call Venetian street food, is, is its thing, but it's basically seafood, yeah, yeah. And yeah. where Frito we, Misto, yeah, Frito Misto is what we had to eat, which is mixed fried food, you yeah. Know? So, but in this place, we we got two wines, and with our um, our first um, chiquetta, we had. A prosecco, yeah, and which was really nice. I I did enjoy that. So after we had, you know, our our chiquetta there and that that wine, we were very lucky. We got a little spoil of a dessert. Ah, <gasps> yeah. very 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 nice. Yeah. And that was a tiramisu. Tiramisu, yeah, it was beautiful. And then and then we were got the the second wine there, which was a sweet wine. She said. And um, I'm not a fan of sweet wines, but this one had like a bit of a blush colour to it. Yeah, it was a, a sparkly. It was another sparkly. So um, it was delicious. I think if it were, if it were in Australia, we probably call it like a sparkling Shiraz. Um, Would you? Yeah, okay. I think that, that's enough. the style of it. Yeah. Uh, a sparkling Burgundy in, yeah. in the old days. Yeah. Um, but look, both wines were really, really good. Mm. Um, again, very quick. And then there was a. A crew of another um, group came in, younger people. Younger than us. came in, and they were quite boisterous. And all we kept on hearing was, "This is better than sex." Remember? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, um, well, I don't know what they're eating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I did question that, but that's just the way I am. Yes, you did. And so that was the end of our tour. I just thought she may have just not experienced had much oh, experience, but you had that, to... was, that was me. Anything else you want to add? Um, no. Okay, that's it. But it was very nice. It was, yeah. The, the, the food and also the wine. Yeah. And so we finished our tour there. We got a group photo. And then normally we would, because we could see our hotel mm. right from the outside of this, the last uh, little Chiquetta bar. And, but we couldn't go across the canal because the it was too dangerous on the little boats because of the weather. And so we all put on our rain gear and, and headed off our separate ways, didn't we? So we went back up over the Rialto Bridge from San Polo back into San Marco, followed the, you know, it's basically a, a straight line, isn't it, you know, over the bridge, a little bit further over the bridge, and then, we then you know, we came back into Yeah, well, the thing that area. really surprised me is that we were on the other side of the, the canal and I thought, oh, this is, 
and it were, and as Lance said, it was actually quite cold and quite wet, and I'm thinking this is going to be a pain in the backside getting back. But you know we've only been here really twenty four hours, mm. and well probably no more so probably more thirty two hours by that stage. And to be honest, we were back in about ten minutes. We knew exactly where to go. It was great. Now just uh, Leanne yeah. said at the start of this that I you know had looked this up before we left Australia, yeah. And um, because I this is something I would you know always wanted to do, and, and I think it's a great idea because you get to meet uh, and make new friends and at the same time get some you know local hints i suppose of, yeah. of the best places to go she, like once yeah she gave us lots of information yeah. didn't she? so i was really looking forward to it yeah. and uh it certainly dis didn't disappoint and um i would do it again in a heartbeat now it was 300 dollars australian yeah, but for it went two. for two of us and it went from five o'clock till eight o'clock yeah we learnt lots we had a, and we met some nice people and it was five drinks and, you know, like uh, probably eight chiquettas and a dessert. You know. Yeah. So, look, good value mm. and, uh, yeah, good old uh, Aleche. Yeah. Aleche, uh, she was she was gorgeous. Yeah. And I'll put, I will put a link to the um, the tour and also the places we went in, in, in the show notes and some pictures there as well. Yeah. So, highly recommended, guys. Well, as promised, um, I mentioned earlier, we'd tell you a bit about the Rialto Bridge because we did walk over it a couple of times on our on our Chiquete tour. Now the well, the only way to get around Venice is to walk across the Rialto Bridge. In some respects, well, if you want to cross the Grand Canal, hmm. it's the only pedestrian way to do it. So otherwise, you have to take one of the little boats across. So yeah, that's that's correct. And it is the oldest bridge in uh, Venice, hmm. and it was at it was a pontoon to, bridge at one where, stage. Yeah, well, that's right. It was wooden at one stage, but. Hmm. Um, it uh, was started to be built in 1588 right. and it was completed in 1591. Mm -hmm. Now its height, it's 7.3 metres or 24 feet. Its span is 31.8 metres or 104 feet yeah, and its quite... width is 22.9 metres or 77 feet. Now I reckon the width could be doubled. Because the amount of people that are oh. walk across that bridge, <laughs> or stop and take photos, yeah. or whatever, you know, it's it is that's an icon of Venice. But what you do is you go over one way, like there's two passages, and then there's the the in the middle is all the shops, which yeah. are like mostly jewelry shops. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, I well I yes. um I think it originally the shops were probably more uh fresh produce shops right but then um back in the day back in the day but now it's basically jewelry and more upmarket um goldsmiths and and that sort of thing look it is beautiful and that's it? all timber in the middle yeah yeah so when you when you look at the bridge that's what you can sort of see that's the height of is sort of the shops in the middle and yeah. there's there's two sort of staircases on each side so one has sort of like narrower steps and the other ones are a bit wider you know to for us people that you know have a bit of a dicky leg and need to sort of go a bit slower um, well i have got some information that i can read to you that'd be lovely it's the oldest of the four, four bridges that span the grand canal there's right. actually four i didn't realize that and it has been rebuilt several times since its first construction as a pontoon bridge in 1173 yes good call leonita mm. Two ramps lead up to an A central portico on either side of the portico. The general ramps um, and convene the convene ramps. Mm. Okay, carry rows of shops. Yeah, I messed that up, didn't you I? You did, and I'd already said all that. But that's great. Thanks for for yeah. adding your little bit of information there. So, but when you cross the bridge, as I said, you go from San San Marco into into San Polo, and um, Alici told me it's the only pedestrian bridge in Venice. So um, I don't know what the other four are. Well, maybe we'll have to look into that for the next podcast. Well, Mr. Wikipedia oh, well, may be wrong. Maybe. Well, there may have been in the sure. past, right? Um, but that's the, the main one. And I've got some really nice photos of, of that bridge. And there's some lovely little um, restaurants and cafes that like at the um, bottom. By the side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and there's like this little bit that sticks out where everyone's 
stands and has their photos taken, don't they, <laughs> in front of the, the Rialto Bridge. We haven't been very good at taking photos of each other. I've, I've, what I'm going to do it in the show notes is um, chuck in a few photos of us. You know, normally I just do all the photos of all the places we go, but I thought oh, I might just show them that we've actually been to some of these places in a bit of a pose. And um, I might even put a photo in of my beautiful um, wet gear. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I Leanne's... <laughs> Oh, look, it hasn't stopped raining, basically. Well, the first, no, that's not true. The first day we got here and we did the gondola ride and everything, it was a beautiful sunny day, but it hasn't stopped raining since. And Leanne's gone and she was concerned about, she bought some new jeans and they were quite flared at the bottom. So she went and bought some, what would you call them? Plastic boots. Plastic yeah, not like gum boots. They're no. quite. Um, and you just pull them on and off. Flexible. Yes. Yeah. But and I'm not the only one. No, that's true. That's true. I'd um, mine are blue. You can get pink and yellow and orange. And yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I've got a raincoat and I've got an umbrella. And mm. actually, that's the only thing is that all the umbrellas walking around, isn't it? Yeah, that's the only. <laughs> like, if, if you said to me, if you asked me whether Venice is safe, it is absolutely safe apart from the umbra- uh, umbrellas. Yeah. They, they are dangerous. Everyone's got them. Okay, honey. Well, what we're going to do, everybody, is we're going to um, do another podcast. The next podcast is also going to be about Venice because we have just talked and talked and talked so much and we've got so much more to, co- to cover, haven't we? So yeah. we, we need to do it justice and, and spread it over to podcasts. So. We are going to in our in our next podcast. Uh, we did uh, went inside the Doge Palace, which there, there's so much history and information. And a Doge is one of the leaders, and you know they went they were around for centuries. So we've got a lot of information, and the the rooms inside that palace are just to, amazing. And then there's there's all the talk about the secret police and the and the jails, and there's some really fascinating things about the blonde headed women. Don't give it away, Lyle. And then we also the Mark's, uh, St. Mark's Basilica and all about those um, horses that you mentioned as well. So we've got a whole lot more to tell you in, in our next podcast, haven't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. So from uh, a little wet um, Venice, it's Aravadurci from me. Oh, hang on. We didn't talk about our wine. Can we do that? Where's our best favourite place to have a wine, Lol? <sighs> okay. Um, Where's yours? I asked you first. Okay, I'm going to Sepa. Uh, Sepa, yeah, 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 for sure. That I was thought it was great. Chiquetta bar, yeah. Okay, my favourite place was at the front of the hotel on the little wooden deck. Oh, overlooking the Grand Canal. Overlooking the Grand Canal, my first wine in 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 Venice. That was pretty special. So the, the the most expensive doesn't get a look in. Doesn't get a look in, no. This oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. And I. Uh, yeah, now you mention it, I'd probably go that too. Okay, so uh, Arrivederci. Uh, ciao.